Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. Episode number 150, a couple's fight at a restaurant. Oh no. Hello everyone. And thanks for joining me for today's episode where we are going to talk about what happened when Nick and I were at a restaurant this last week and happened to overhear a couple fighting. Now we couldn't hear all the details. We don't know exactly what they were fighting about, but there were just bits and pieces um, that were definitely louder than other parts. And the expressions on their face definitely showed that they were angry and upset with one another. But I do want to start off by giving a lot of credit to this couple because at least they were there on a date. It was just them. And it seemed like it was their purpose to try to have a discussion and try to talk through some things, whatever it was that they were going through. And so I do give them a lot of credit for putting in some effort. Now, the thing that was interesting is that while we were having dinner, we could just hear bits and pieces of what was going on. But the parts that we did hear were just so common to the struggles that a lot of couples go through. Definitely, they are the same struggles that couples bring to me when they are struggling with their marriage and with intimacy. And so I wanted to just share the two things that were a little louder that we heard And I was like, oh, those are just such common traps for couples. And the first one came from the husband and he was getting a little fired up and he ended up saying, this is all your fault. And he was very convinced that whatever it was that they were going through, that it was the fault of his wife and that everything regarding this topic was her fault. Now, it was just interesting to watch her reaction, you know, because she had her own thoughts about what was going on and um, it just fueled her anger even more. And she became even more upset when when he said that. So she obviously thought probably a lot of it was his fault, too. Um, The other thing was something that the wife said and what she said, and again, I I don't know exactly what they were talking about or what the argument was over, but she said, well, you should know this about me by now. And I was like, oh, there's, there's another trap. It's so common to fall into these two traps, right? We think that something negative that has happened is all of our spouse's fault and we also tend to think that our spouse should know something and probably behave in a certain way with that knowledge that they are supposed to have in their brain. So 
the two traps that this couple was falling into was blame, right? When you say something is all your spouse's fault, that is a blaming trap, but it's also an all or nothing thinking error, right? Which is also a trap. Like when you say this is all your fault, or, that's a very dramatic way of thinking. And our brain really likes to do this. And so if we're not aware of it, it's very easy to fall into this trap of using this word all. And then we don't even, we aren't able to check ourselves and say, like, how did I contribute to this? We are just putting everything on our spouse. And that's usually never the case. And the second trap that this brings up is that when we say that our spouse should know, should know something or should be doing something. This is a flashing neon sign of a trap that's called unmet expectations. And we all do this. Even the best of us. We all have expectations of other people. And this is especially going to be true when we are spending our life with our spouse, we're going to have more expectations of them because we are going to make a lot of assumptions about, well, this person has lived with me. We've had all these conversations. And when we were dating, we got to know each other really well. So my spouse should know all these things about me and should be behaving accordingly. So obviously, when we are blaming our spouse and putting all the stuff on them and feel that they are not meeting our expectations that they should know about, we are going to feel pretty mad about that. We are going to feel upset. We are going to feel hurt and annoyed and bothered. And also, on a slightly deeper level, on a slightly deeper level, we are going to feel like we are not understood by our spouse. And a lot of negative thoughts are going to come along with that as well. Now, if we think about that, if we're stuck blaming our spouse for something that has gone wrong, and we have these expectations that are not being met, and we have all these negative feelings, we are not going to be in the mood to be intimate with them. We are not going to feel close to them. In fact, we're probably going to start behaving in ways that create quite a bit of distance. Maybe we're going to retaliate and start saying mean things back to them, and we're going to be reactive, or we're going to give them the cold shoulder. And all of these things are going to really contribute to the relationship getting worse instead of getting better. But like I said, I do give credit to this couple for putting forth their efforts to be on a date and to try to talk through whatever it was that they were going through, whatever the main issue was, or maybe it was multiple issues. But obviously, having a discussion and learning some skills is going to be super valuable. And so part of the purpose of this podcast is to be able to put some good information out there, some life coaching skills for free, 
so that anybody who's listening to this podcast can listen for, you know, can listen to an episode and walk away with at least one theme that they can try that week. So let's dive into it. So what can somebody do when they start thinking that their spouse should know something? What can we do when we think our spouse should know something that they don't and we're mad about it? Well, the first thing we can do is recognize that this is an expectation that we have of our spouse and we need to be able to let go of it. Usually when we're mad about something that we think our spouse should know and should be doing, we usually have not communicated this expectation. So that means it kind of is existing in our mind silently. It may be loud in our own mind, and we may think that we have been clear in communicating, but we usually have not. If this is coming up, if we think our spouse should know something, that is probably one of the biggest indicators that we have not communicated things clearly and effectively. So this comes up a lot with couples when they are struggling with intimacy. I'm guessing most of you have heard when it comes to arousal, that there's kind of this idea out there that men are like a microwave oven and women are like a slow cooker, (laughs) right? That it takes a different amount of time to get the arousal system going. Now, this is all fine and dandy to have this idea of the microwave and the slow cooker in mind. The problem that we fall into is that, what does that actually mean? More time doing what? I think that men, if they hear this, the husbands think, okay, my wife needs more time with foreplay. Well, that could be that could signal something to them that is very different than what the wife is thinking. And so we may, the wife may have an expectation of like, Hey, I need more time to, for my arousal system to kick in and it should look like this. Like let's work on feeling more connected and more close. And she has that in mind. But if the husband here is like, Oh, she just needs more time and foreplay that could mean something completely different to him. And so we can see that being able to have a discussion and more communication about what that actually means and looks like with some specifics and details can really go a long way instead of just thinking like, hey, my husband knows about this. He knows I'm a slow cooker and I need more time. Like he should just know this about me. So we really need to kind of have some self-reflection and check in with ourselves and ask ourselves, have I really communicated this expectation clearly? Here's the other thing. Women aren't taught this. They are not taught their own arousal system in school. And media has just butchered, right? And pretty much eliminated the female arousal system in what's out there in media and stuff and movies, and romance novels. Um, So if the women are not taught this, 
the men for sure are not taught this. Nobody is being taught this the correct way. What we are being taught is a very limited viewpoint, and it's usually male-centered. And so for men, they're just doing what they've been taught and shown their whole life. And they're like, hey, this this seems like it's going to work. And then both the husband and the wife are going to feel very frustrated when the results are not the same for the wife. So what we can do about this is to never get mad at an expectation that we have not discussed or communicated clearly and specifically. And if we have discussed it, we need to make sure that there's actually understanding, real understanding about the discussion and also be able to say, okay, well, what if my husband doesn't meet my needs? Or what if he doesn't understand what I'm saying? Or what if he has no interest in doing this? And we have to be able to dig deep within ourselves and say, well, what am I going to do about that? Because we do not get to control other people and we do not get to control our spouse. Getting married and getting that marriage license does not give us permission to now control our spouse. But if we think, well, what can I do about this? That's going to feel very different than expecting our husband to just know things and just do things accordingly. So we need to go in and really reevaluate what our expectations are. But another question could be, well, what's a new way that I can think about this, right? If I find myself blaming my spouse or having an expectation of them, what's a new way I can think about this? I'm going to give you two different mantras, marriage mantras. And the first one is to think, well, my spouse was never taught this. And that's okay. That's not their fault. Maybe I could teach them. That marriage mantra is going to release a lot of anger and resentment. And it's going to allow us to tap into a part of ourselves that has compassion for the reality that our spouse was never taught some of the specifics about maybe the arousal system. And it will also motivate us and empower us to do something about it in a positive way. Instead of just being angry and blaming, we can do something about teaching our spouse. The other marriage mantra I want to offer to you is to say to yourself, well, I don't do blame. I don't do blame. Now, there's a science behind the word don't versus can't. A lot of times out there, we're going to hear like maybe when if we're trying to lose weight, we're going to say like, I can't eat these things. And the first thing our brain wants to do is rebel against that. Like, who's who's telling me I can't do that, right? We become very rebellious. But the brain, when we use the word don't, it processes that word completely different. And the brain recognizes that when we say, I don't do something, that that is a choice we are making on purpose. It's not a condition that's being forced on us or imposed on us without our wanting it. And so our brain will not rebel against it. It will actually feel more empowered. So to say to yourself, 
I don't do blame. I'm not going to blame my spouse because I don't do blame. When we don't do that, when we don't blame our spouse and we use this marriage mantra with ourselves, it requires us to tap into the higher thinking brain instead of that lower brain that just wants to blame everybody for everything, right? That's the natural way and the easy way and the less mature way of doing things. So that's like more human nature to just blame people and blame our spouse for anything and everything. So when we are able to use this new marriage mantra and say, I don't do blame, our brain will have to start thinking differently if we are no longer blaming our spouse for things. Now, that's a game changer. It's very powerful. It may seem simple, but it's very powerful for our mind. Okay, now the final question with this situation is how can I feel more empowered instead of just angry and stuck? Well, I think that it's going to be important to use these marriage mantras and to use facts instead of our dramatic story. <laughs> we are telling ourselves the script that is running through our mind about the situation. So, for example, it might look something like this if you were talking about the differences between the husband's arousal and the females and the mixed matched libidos. You might be able to communicate by saying something like this. Female arousal is different than men's and has been absent from the media. I know that my desire for intimacy is for sure structured differently than yours. And that a higher level of emotional connection is needed beforehand. Whoa, that is factual. And you also used an I statement in that form of communication. Now, I really love this because, again, it keeps us out of the you should know this about me trap. So we're just going to kind of restate and re-educate ourselves as women and our husbands because they aren't taught that. So we're going to just talk about female arousal with facts, right? It is different. It is different than men's and that's okay. It's meant to be. <laughs> we're not trying to make them the same because they are actually different and then when we use an I statement, we are not blaming. We are acknowledging how our brain and how our emotions and how our arousal is actually functioning. And I love that. It is very empowering because we're not telling our husbands that theirs is wrong and that ours is right. We're saying they're different. And that gives a lot of space for compassion again to reign and for truth to be at the center of a discussion like this and to give a lot of space for both the husband and the wife to discover this part of themselves, to be on that journey of learning 
about their own intimacy at their own pace. So being able to communicate in this way has a lot of value and benefit for each spouse. So this next week, pay attention and see if you're falling into any of those two traps where you're saying this is all your spouse's fault and that they should have known something about you. And then try one of these three examples of how to get out of those traps, because I promise you, as you do that, the level of respect that you have for yourself and your spouse will increase. And that is going to feel amazing. And you will feel more motivated and more empowered to keep going forward with life coaching skills that actually work and actually make a difference. Now, if you want a quick way to get some more help with this, don't forget that my mini course is only $20 on my website, shelly.andersoncoaching.com. Again, it's the mini course called Restoring Intimacy. And it's only $20 and it's less than an hour. So make sure you check that out if you want a little bit of help in this area. Because remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you will join me again next week.